This is an encore presentation. If you like it, listen live on Saturday at 8 in the morning. Soul Sanctuary. You should be The views on this program are solely those of the host and his or her guests and do not reflect those of KZSM Radio, SMTXCRA, or its governing body. Good morning, everybody. It's Saturday morning. You're here on Soul Sanctuary with Atika. Good morning. Here we are. It's our second Saturday here in... uh 2019. How did you do? Are you still on your New Year's resolutions? Uh, today, we're actually going to be talking about conflict, which may have come up for you uh, so far in the first 12 days of this year. Can you believe it's already in the middle of January? We're in the middle already. Um, the element this week is air, uh, which also includes swords and tarot, right? And so because of that, because we're talking about swords because that's going to be the suit we're talking about that deals with how you deal with conflict so we're going to talk about uh, a lot of different aspects uh, of the term what it means and how we express it and deal with it in our lives and it's my pleasure to welcome Abby she's going to be back with us today she's joined us earlier um, in the show last year Um, she's a professional psychic and a spiritual healer And she's actually worked with over 500 people um, using her powerful energy and wisdom uh, to help them resolve internal conflict. There's all kinds of testimonials uh, for the work that she's done on her website. Uh, But first, let's go ahead and welcome Abby. Hey, Abby. Hey, Chica. (laughs) So glad you're here. So we're going to have some fun today uh, just talking about some of the, just rounding out and talking about all the different aspects of, or several of the different aspects of conflict. Um, How does this year find you? How are you doing so far before we jump in? You know, know, um, so far so good. I will say, Chica, this year is about letting go of internal conflicts for me and letting go of my relationship with um, emotional struggles, you know, human emotional struggles, falling into sadness, falling into confusion, falling Mm. into fears of uh, confidence and that sort of thing, and really standing my ground on um, knowing that I am enough and knowing that I can have a happy life and really standing firm and choosing joy and happiness and no matter what happens. And I will say this has really been helping me considerably, just choosing to stand firm and think um, positively on the regular, letting go of, um, you know, if I feel sad, just welcoming in, you know what, I may feel sad right now, but you know what, life is interesting, life is fun, and I'm going to welcome that door to open up to happier experiences. And, uh, yeah, so that's, that's what I've been doing so far this year. And it's, it's really been interesting, I will say. So that's good. So you're kind of committed to returning to the idea that this too shall pass and just holding on for the rest of the ride. Exactly. Exactly. I think that's a, I I think that is a really great place to start. Sometimes, you know, we just need to be reminded that things happen that we don't plan things happen that are not necessarily our fault uh we end up in situations and it's i think it's our duty to heal from it to move past it but not necessarily take responsibility for it just work with what we've got kind of organize the hand Mm -hmm. that we were dealt i like that kind of way of putting it i i I agree and sometimes you know it's really easy to say that uh 
you know, just be happy or, you know, just just allow the feelings to flow or, you know, it's a lot easier to say those things than to actually go through it and get Absolutely. out of it. Sure. And, uh, and, and sometimes, you know, internal conflict is something that's been developing over the course of years and could even spawn right. from childhood, you know what I mean? Sure. And that's kind of like the external conflict, um, relationships right. with our parents and friends and what it was like to, you know, go to school and being bullied and, and all that sort of thing. Right. And then it sort of, um, it sort of teaches you about your work and value and the true reality is especially with all the work that I do I meet every single person I meet is an amazing soul and we're amazing souls living in a very complicated complex world and this world is constantly sort of programming us in a way to feel vulnerable to feel um, challenged to see how wonderful we are and we're all afraid we're afraid of each other we're afraid of ourselves Um, and and that's the truth and we Mm. may not admit to it Um, but the more that we can come into a self-realization that, you know what, I'm a good person, and I really do try to live an honest life, and I'm just trying to be the best person I can be, and sometimes I attract people that take advantage of me, sometimes it's, but it's teaching me about myself, right. and I'm going to face those challenges, and I'm going to grow past them, and, and welcome new learning. Don't ever be afraid to welcome new learning, because sometimes it's like, you know what, I don't want any more negative relationships. I don't want another a boyfriend or girlfriend. I don't want to, you know, go through another job that, that just doesn't work out for me, I, you know, but at the same time, it's like, embrace this stuff. Sure. Um, we got to start embracing the emotions and the experience of living in order to actually live and not right. be afraid of it. And also and really the, think positively. Yeah, and, go and ahead. also the idea that learning about you is a worthy quest. It's, yeah. it's you're worth knowing and kind of getting that self worth in line and online is, is important. And sometimes we have to take a moment to step back and do that work. Um, because you know when you one one thing uh that sometimes comes up when we have readings is that if there's if you're fighting with everybody all the time you've simply outgrown where you are like (laughs) statistically it's impossible that um everybody has that same kind of problem with you right now at the same time that's probably not what's happening and so to kind of step back and see the conflict as a symptom and then what is the root cause? What is causing you uh, to kind of bump up against and, and, you know, have trouble with the contrast between us? And then also recognizing the idea that um, we learn through contrast. That's how we know the difference between what yeah. an A is and what a B is when we're learning letters. So, <laughs> so true. So we're foc- you know, we, we start focusing from our knowledge comes to us from the difference of things. And so that dis- dis- dif- difference is not only good, but it's necessary. That's how we know. That's how we know. Yes. And so kind of accepting that that's going to be part of the experience because the idea of just having this completely harmonious, uh, never bumping against anything else kind of experience, I think is is not yeah. based in reality. I don't think that's realistic. It and it can be used I, to I, further, you know, damn yourself, you know, like, oh, I'm not doing yes. it right. Where it's not actually yes. something that can even happen. And so, like, sometimes to kind of get to the root of what is going on with conflict and in this conversation, it's important to kind of establish where we are, some base rules. Yeah. Yeah. 
I agree, Atika. And mm-hmm. I, I really like what you say about, um, you know, coming into a, the real world. And um, the real world is full of contrast. And it's mm-hmm. full of discovering what it is you like and what it is you don't like. And being honest with yourself and honest with others. And I will say it, it can be very um a fearful experience to tell somebody the truth about themselves and sure. uh, sometimes we back off because we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings right. um, but but if we don't have those conversations then we live with those unspoken wor- words inside of us and they can eat us up for years even sure. and uh, one thing I liked too about you know living in the real world I it always kind of I kind of refer back to you know as a teenager the only thing you ever really want is to fall in love that's the only thing you're living for is <laughs> love and you don't even <laughs> know why these adults care about their jobs and money and what's all this war about why can't people just be in love you know and you go through life and you grow up and you start to realize that being in love is more than just the emotion of like intimacy and desire it's about getting to know somebody and Mm -hmm. um, and starting to realize that um, they're either going to welcome all the parts of you in or they're going to reject some parts of you and you're not going to understand why Mm -hmm. and you're not able to work through some of those conflicts and so you have to grow up you know you have to learn that um, life isn't just a fairy tale life is about experiencing and we all want to live in a happy world we all want to live in a world where you know it's like the wizard of oz and blend of the good witch and everything is in harmony you know (laughs) it's not like the wicked witch of the west we don't want to meet the wicked witch of the west right but uh, um, we want to live in that reality but um, we're not ready our human race is not ready yet for that reality otherwise we would be living in it so what do we do to come to peace with that you know um and that's that's the that's the internal and external conflict but i i find that um coming to acceptance of this world coming to acceptance of um that we are that that we're we're you know i I, it's like are we imperfect people are we perfect people as we are learning how to become more perfect you know what i mean we're like we're a masterpiece becoming more you know masterful and beautiful i think Um, that i think that's uh, a manner of or a matter of perspective like where are you focused from? And and one of the things that happens when you're trying to work on healing and actualizing yourself is you come to the idea that you have to have an internal locus of control. That's the only yeah. way. Like if you're continually focused on validation and what's happening on the outside and how you're reflected outside, um, you know, and looking for likes on Facebook, uh, it'll be difficult yes. to have any quality relationship with yourself, any quality experiences that can um, help you grow uh, in ways that actually matter. Do you know? And, and kind of and and forward you uh, down your journey. And so, like one of the first parts of conflict, as we kind of explore this uh, this topic, is to think about uh, the internal conflicts, those things that go on yeah. um, inside of you, where your values and and principles and morals and all those things. <laughs> all line up perfectly Mm -hmm. except for this one part it's one part that you can't digest there's one part that you can't get around and how to kind of integrate in um integrate that integrate (laughs) integrate (laughs) that into uh into your being you know and still being having your integrity about you you know and still presenting yourself with whatever boundaries that you have and what we do when we come across something that isn't harmonious uh, within ourselves how do you deal with yourself and I think the way that you speak with yourself and the way that you allow yourself to be in quote-unquote imperfect has a lot to do with what kind of upbringing you had if you had conditional love and you had to be doing something in order to be okay 
or if you were given the sense that it's all right just to exist has a lot to do with how you'll be able to kind of deal with yourself when you come to things uh, that you can't compromise on. Mm -hmm. And um, that can be an impasse. And so I think the first before, you know, you can really have good resolution outside of yourself is to kind of, you know, set up your kind of template of how you're going to deal with it when you come to conflict internally. Yeah. So I, I find that uh, asking yourself a question, you know, you, you have to want to, for starters. I mean, step one is you have to, to want to see your life kind of unfold in a way that's more harmonious to what your dreams and desires are. And if you're not, a, if you're not willing to make changes in yourself, it's never going to work. So after you, you decide that you want to get to know yourself and, and take those steps, um, the next thing to do is really ask yourself a question, simple questions like, uh, you know, am I happy with this job? Am I, you know, oh, right. am I spending too much time on my cell phone playing these games and I'm not spending <laughs> enough time getting out there, you know? Right. Um, and so we have, you know, but it, it, is it really wrong? I mean, some people live ha- you so-called happy lives. In my <laughs> opinion, I'm such a doer. I can't sit still for very right. long. So that mm-hmm. doesn't work for me. Right. Works for some people doesn't work for me. Right. Um, so you got to decide what works best for you and the type of lifestyle that you want to live. Right. Um, and so, but but don't be afraid. I mean, some people, for instance, I want I want to. Um, this is a really good example um, because it is, there's people who are wanting to lose weight. Let's say, and that's sure. a huge theme here in our culture here in America is um, weight loss pills, dieting. We see models all the time on movies and commercials. Right. You walk down the aisles and there's beautiful faces looking back at you on the products. Um, and so we're always thinking about our appearance and our body and our weight. Um, so if you make a, a decision to choose a healthier lifestyle, let's say you want to you want to alter your diet and and maybe choose exercise um, because you want to feel you know uh, you want to have a better feeling about yourself. So right. to speak. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of avenues that this could be. Maybe maybe loving yourself for as you are is okay. Um, maybe right. um, maybe it's okay to to um, explore um, altering the diet a little bit. I even right. hate the word diet. I, I simply hate it. Sure. Um, I. You know, I like I like sweets a lot, mm-hmm. but I and um, they have never really affected my my weight or anything. Mm-hmm. But I have found that that is not a healthy choice for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanna I wanna actually explore what my life is like without eating cookies and ice cream because I I am a sucker for cookies and ice cream. <laughs> and so I I will say um, I made a choice to just to switch the cookies and ice cream for oranges, which I don't eat, I, I don't like oranges because I don't like peeling them and then they get all my fingers, you know. But I love the taste of <laughs> Oranges. But but I will tell you, Atika, it was so freaking hard. Um, it right. was like a slap on the hand. Uh, um, why can't I just have this cookie? Why can't I just have this ice cream? What? I got to have an orange instead? This is this is like my life in ruin. You can sure. tell that you need to work on yourself when you resist. When you resist Absolutely. making a change. Sure. And I mean, this is a simple example, but making a change can be um, a- anger, you know, working on not, you know, yelling at your kids or, you know, you know, a g- outbursts. You know, as a parent, we all have these moments where we get really frustrated. You know, right. it's time for bed. They don't want to go to bed. It's time for bed. And your voice gets louder and louder. Um, but we have to explore, you know, and sometimes anger gets out of control. And we have to sure. say, is this appropriate? And you, you have know, to or decide is this inappropriate? Where, yeah. 
you have to decide, right, you have to decide where your line of appropriateness kind of is, and you're teaching them what appropriate is as well, so you're actually kind of driving that boat, but we're going to have to put a pin in it just now so we can have a break. Uh, We'll get on the other side of it and get more into uh, conflict. You're listening to Soul Sanctuary with Atika. See you on the other side of the break. Thanks for sticking with us through the break. You're still listening to Atika and Soul Sanctuary here on KZSM.org. Uh, we're speaking with Abby. And to get in contact with her, follow her on IG and Twitter. Hey, Abby, you still with us? Hey, Atika. Hey. Glad you made it to the other side of the break with us here. Uh, we're going to continue to talk about conflict. Um, that's kind of our topic today. And I thought that it might be uh, uh, a good time to go into uh, some of the more... Uh, something... What is it? one of the more prevalent types of conflict that we have, which is with your significant other. <laughs> yeah. So we yeah, kind of talked totally about relate. our internal conflict. And then we want to talk about what happens when, you know, you start going outside of yourself and the most immediate person usually is one uh, with whom you're in relationship, right? Because uh, mm-hmm. you've chosen that person. And so now they're in your space to whatever degree. And, What happens when you have uh, conflicts come up between the two of you, and how do you deal with that? I I find, Atika, it's really interesting because sometimes we have behavioral responses, but we don't really know why we feel a certain way, Mm -hmm. Um, and so we start getting, like, nippy and and picky and irritable when Mm -hmm. really it's a time for communication, and I will say um, my my significant other right now is somebody I love so much and has taught me a lot about communication and the power of communication, and communication is love, and to not be afraid to say um, what you might be afraid is going to hurt their feelings. You have to be able to speak absolutely raw, openly, and honestly without fear of hurting each other's feelings because you're committed to each other, right? Right. You love each other, and you're not going to give up on each other, and you're choosing this person because you're you're learning a lot from them. You feel loved and supported by them, um, and you're growing together, right? Sure. But, um, you know, whenever, I mean, on the individual level, we grow in our own unique ways, and some Sometimes we're going to feel awesome in life and sometimes we're not. And sometimes when the significant other isn't feeling awesome and it seems like months and months go by and you right. have to be constantly supportive, you right. know, or vice versa, maybe maybe you're the one that's just not yourself right now and, and you're, you're kind of like embarrassed and you don't know why you're like this. Right. You don't know how to get out of it and you don't want to drag them down with you. You know, this is time to really talk and say, you know, I, I know you're supporting me so much right now. Or, you know, hey, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I, I love you so much and you've been going through this for a while. Is there something else that we can do to work together through this to help you? You know, so it's communication and, and communication could last several weeks and it can get angry and loud and sure. confusing. Mm-hmm. But gosh, I will tell you that if you can get through those communications the relationship is like it starts to glow really, really bright and the bond becomes so much stronger and that's why committed relationships are so flippin' beautiful because of that. Right. And the idea that um, if, and in the idea of communicating to the other person what support it is that you want Uh, because I find that there's a lot, there's times when you can be putting a lot of effort into, you know, showing a certain type like the love languages that's a, that's a good kind of way yeah. to go go to talk about that you're putting a lot of energy into showing someone that you're supporting them and that you care for them in a certain way and if they don't yeah. 
love that way or they don't experience love that way, it's wasted effort. Hopefully, you know, there's yeah. some compatibility and that's why you guys are together in the first place. <laughs> that you that you right. have uh, some that are either congruent, compatible, um, in your love right. languages. But when we're in when we're being triggered and we are in conflict, um, it's difficult to reach back and, and feel that support. And a lot of times, you know, um, people have had experiences where it was not okay to be themselves or it wasn't okay to tell the truth or as soon as they did that they were rejected and to show that this is a safe environment where you can express that to me where we we can have these kind of these conflicts these impasses but that doesn't mean that the relationship's threatened or that I'm going anywhere Um, that's important information to communicate just because you know most people were raised with conditional love and you know feel like there's a there's a chance that they'll lose, they'll lose out just by expressing mm-hmm. what's real. I always, you know, yeah. in, in in my relationship, I always talk about that it's most important that it's real. We're dealing with what is. I don't like arguments yeah. about um, like which way the toilet paper roll goes because that's not the real argument. That's <laughs> never, nobody cares. That's not the real thing. Right. What's actually, <laughs> what are we actually fighting <laughs> about? Is there some kind of accumulation <laughs> that has reached a fever pitch that we need to talk about now and it's coming out through toilet paper roll direction? Yes. <laughs> that, that's what I define as that behavioral right. thing. Like, sure. why am I acting like this? And what is really beneath the surface of this weird, why, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm complaining about the toilet paper roll. This isn't me. Why am I right. doing this? You know? right. right. That's when some, something's beneath the surface that we got to get ourselves into. Sure. And, uh, I think I think intimacy too is really important for balanced, harmonious, heart to heart connections, and and that can be a very awkward place in relationships because one side wants you know to have a certain type of experience, the other side wants to have a certain type of experience. I'm tired. I'm not tired. You know, um, so coming to a balance with intimacy is also like a really important part of a of a healthy relationship too, and that comes with challenge as well, especially sure. after you have kids. Absolutely. And understanding that that is a dynamic part of the relationship. It's not going to stay yes. the same. It doesn't stay the same. Right. Hopefully it right. stays within range of where everybody's happy. And when that's mm-hmm. not happening, that's that's a good <laughs> conflict, right? That's where we have to kind of talk yeah. and say, hey, listen, we need to right. get on the same page here. Uh, and that can be a very vulnerable conversation, sure. too, because sexuality, sure. you know, if you're really open to it, like, it's really easy to go into those conversations. But um, if there's vulnerability on one side or the other side, right. um, it can be awkward. It can be weird. You don't understand me. Um, you know, and then the further you separate, the harder it is to want to come together through intimacy. Right. Um, and that's like, you know, that that is a that's a challenging conflict for a relationship. But right. I will say that when you can work through the conflicts, you know, if you can come to a, a, you know, agreement, I mean, it's so important that you find flexibility, that you find balance with each other in order to keep working together because a relationship is supportive, right? right? And relationship loves you for all that you are mm-hmm. and um, is respectful of your body, mind, and spirit. Right. And if the relationship is not respectful of all that you are, then there's an imbalance right there that needs to be brought into balance. And, um, right. and so another question, 
question is that we can explore, Tika, is when you know um, the relationship is, is healthy or maybe it's going through a conflicting time, but it can find its way out of that, or when is sure. it time to move on from a relationship? Sure. I mean, these are questions too. Right. And about like what, what seems like it's all part of a normal, quote unquote, normal relationship, or if the imbalance yes. is so bad and the damage, even one incident can cause yes. damage that's so great. It's not something you're actually able to get past. And that comes, I think that starts introducing the conversation with yourself. When you're trying to face a reality of of the way a certain relationship is, you need to be honest with yourself about whether or not this is a deal breaker, ladies. Like, (laughs) is this this something that that your boundaries, uh, that your integrity can deal with? And still be part of that relationship. If it's too much or if it feels like you need some time to figure that out, I think it's at that point where you express it to your significant other. I need to, you know, I need space to figure this out. And hopefully you've chosen a partner uh, with whom you can take kind of that space. You can have that leeway to say, I need a couple of days or a little bit of time to figure out whether or not Mm -hmm. this is something that I can continue and Right. We're assuming that you've chosen a partner that that loves uh, your being and is for your well-being yes. and so would want you to feel as balanced as you can in every moment and in every direction. Mm-hmm. And so that's okay. Yes, take the space. Make sure that mm-hmm. this is still what you want to choose. I mean, there, I've, I've seen different kinds of relationships and my favorite are the ones that are active, actively choosing yeah. that person every single day actively choosing yeah. you know this relationship this family every single day that's mm-hmm. where that's a good focus of the energy right and um that that's where i thrive best the kind of default right. obligation kind of doing it because of any reason outside of you actively choosing it i, I think ultimately yeah. fails yes yeah. i agree and uh, actively choosing the relationship is the only way that relationship is really going to be the most harmonious that it can be. Sure. Um, but, you know, I mean, you can, al- there's always the types of relationships where, um, you know, one person likes to be on the cell phone and watch TV, another person likes to. So, I, I mean, but, but it was somehow it works, you know, they, sure. they have different, different likes. Um, they don't, you know, it, it's just whatever feels the most harmonious, even though maybe you're not actively involved in each other's world. Sometimes mm-hmm. people like more space to themselves to do their own thing and then coming back together later. But, um, you know, I've, I've got, you know, I know people that have really difficult relationships and sometimes they start great. And then there's instances where, you know, they have children with disabilities. Um, they sure. run into severe financial issues. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the, there could be all different types of ingredients involved that create really substantial challenges. Where you have to ask yourself, is right. this a, is this appropriate? Is, is, is are we in love with each other? Are we yeah. heart to heart? Are we able? Are we strong enough to work through this? Do we have if a you can work minds, through it, right. I'm, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. If you can work through it, it, it can be really amazing at the other side. But mm-hmm. if you can't, there's nothing wrong with that either. Right. There's nothing wrong with saying, um, you know, I I need something for myself here and and to learn outside of the relationship by moving on. Not, mm-hmm. I I do not agree with if you're going to choose to have 
have an affair or something like that. You you need to be honest with your partner mm -hmm. before you make you know move in that direction sure. because you're basically saying you know I'm not receiving something in the relationship that I'm in, so I'm going to go outside of it, but I don't want to tell you about it. Um, right. That's being dishonest all the way through. Sure. So so there there's a conversation that needs to happen there, or there needs to be a separation sure, or so se that you or can several, move on yeah. and find what you're looking for elsewhere. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely, one hundred percent agree. Uh, one more time, we're going to have to take yeah. a break. Well, not one more time. <laughs> the second time <laughs> uh, we'll pause right here and go into break and on the other side of it we'll continue to talk about conflict here on soul sanctuary and you're speaking with atika and abby we'll see you on the other side okay everybody right on the other side of another break here in soul sanctuary you're listening with atika and abby abby's uh a professional psychic and a spiritual healer we're talking about conflict today and um, before we jump back too deeply into that I wanted to just kind of round out the idea of the conflict that you have with your significant other uh, one of the ideas that I like kind of to set up when you're not in conflict for when conflict comes up is the idea of safe words and you can use that uh, for your for intimacy but also in just regular conversations and I think that it equals it, it's for when you're triggered in a certain way and you can just kind of say whatever safe word that you have <laughs> to as like a fast pass or a trapdoor to get out of that conversation out of that situation uh, with your significant other and I think the reason I like the idea so much of kind of having that safe word is it's saying to the other person that I want you to enjoy our time together I want you to enjoy when we're around each other and if there's something that I'm doing that's making that not okay for you for um, a less pleasurable experience then I want to bring us back into balance immediately so I think that's a great conversation to have um, it's a good pillow talk conversation or <laughs> over dinner uh, but it's it's good to kind of set that up when you're not in conflict so that when that comes up uh, you have a way to quickly resolve it and I think that respects everybody's boundaries integrity and all that good stuff that you want all the gooshiness that you want in your kind of your your uh, your relationship with your significant other. So, Abby, hey, you're still back with us? Hey. Yes, I am. Okay. And uh, so, do you have thoughts, concerns around safe words? Have you experienced You know, that? I've never heard of this idea before, but I think it's fantastic, actually. Yeah. Um, I'm always working with um, challenging myself to um, be able to handle any type of conversation. Mm -hmm. So, um, for me, um, I, I, I mean, it's a great idea because... Not everybody, you know, it's it's about comfort levels, right? Right. And so right. conversations need to, to, you know, conversations, bringing it back into balance has to work with comfort levels. And sometimes we need a, a go-to or even like a stop sign. But, and the safe word can simply say, this conversation is making me feel vulnerable right now. Sure. Safe words. Um, if I can't find the words to express that, we can just go to the safe word. And that's the signal that I, I need, uh, we need to, we need to shift gears. Right. And um, and I find that um, th this is a fantastic idea for those people who, who need that kind of outlet. For me, um, I'm really working through not being afraid, not being afraid to just simply um, be a good listener mm -hmm. and allow the conversation to express it as it needs to express. One side gets to say their, their part, and I can be offended, I can be whatever I need to be 
from from that conversation, and then I and then I calmly because I, I'm working on this right too. Um, I calmly express, you know, I really appreciate your thoughts on that because I didn't see it that mm-hmm. way, mm-hmm. Um, and now I get where you're coming from. But I can't deny I still feel kind of emotionally vulnerable about this. Sure. So, so that way you can keep going back and forth, but you have to do it in a respectful way, a calm way, patient way. When it starts to get like a heated argument about something, or somebody feels vulnerable and that person's needs are not being met and you have those types of conversations but I think safe word is great too because it's a simple way to simply raise your hand and say I, I need more support here I'm feeling vulnerable I think it's really sure. good I think I, I 100% agree and then the idea for while you're doing it, you mentioned active listening and the idea yeah. of instead of just waiting for the person to get finished so that you can go and put your thought in which happens when you're you know mid-conflict or when an argument's starting to heat up a little bit um the idea one thing that you can do for yourself like while you're once you hear the thing that triggers you and the person's still going uh Mm -hmm. one thing to challenge yourself kind of mentally is to see what is directly behind that offense yeah what was the very next idea what is the idea directly behind that offense because it's probably what the person meant do you know? yeah yeah exactly <laughs> just like when we go to express ourselves we have to go through our filters and whatever you know life experience we have up to this point to get it out you know yeah you give yourself that yeah. grace hopefully you can learn to if you don't mm-hmm. um give that to your significant other or whoever you're speaking with as well what's directly behind yeah. that and possibly try to address that while you're calming down from the offense Right. So that you can continue to have yeah. kind of a an interaction that's beneficial to both of you, because when you have that kind yeah. of knee jerk re- reaction to whatever, you know, to being offended, to offended takes so much energy and it takes away from yeah. so much understanding. It doesn't usually right. lead to a better place. It's just it's right. just a lot of energy. It's just treading water. It's just a lot of energy being wasted um, when. Yeah communication really doesn't happen on the other side of that and so and try to kind of steer it back to where we can you know continue to communicate and you can even say hey I don't like the way that you said that thing I want to go back and talk about that but I think that what you mean to say to me is this rephrase it speak it back yeah see if you're on the same page because if you're arguing about the wrong thing (laughs) yes it's it's wasting everybody's time and it's not a good experience too Um, So there's some responsibility that we can take individually, you know, mid conflict Mm -hmm. uh, to try to land the plane a little bit more safely than for everything to blow up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I also find too that, um, you know, when there does feel like a frictiony time, that's when, you know, as a couple, you can feel a little more disconnected, not wanting to snuggle as much. And when you start to feel or, or sense that, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. so important to to acknowledge there's something kind of pushing us away from each other. Sure. What could this possibly be? And sure. uh, do what you can to um, try to open up to those snuggling moments because it's going to heal your heart, both of your hearts, and it's right. going to open that doorway again to being able to speak to each other. Even if it's sort of like, I don't want I don't want to touch their hand or I don't want to <laughs> sit close to them right now because mm-hmm. I just don't want to. And it's yeah. like, well, why? Why? You know, right. why? Because that's what love is all about. Love is about 
um, it's not just friendship. It's uh, support. It's it's intimacy. It's connection. It's it's a warm hand holding your hand and gazing right. into each other's eyes. Like you've got to get back sometimes into the zone of being a teenager again, um, and right. let it get interesting and and do things together that you haven't done in a long time. And if you don't have a lot of money, I mean, there's other ways to um, to have romance romance too. Sure. And you get creative and outside the box, and right. that too helps to mend men things but you got to really want to you got to really care mm-hmm. and um sometimes I know there's relationships to... good yeah go ahead what well, I was gonna say sometimes in, in order to get back to a place where healing can happen or where you're even interested in healing because you know yeah. mid-argument you're just trying to hurt the other person that's what arguing is yeah. <laughs> if you can kind yeah. of pull the camera back far enough to see what is our overarching kind you know what is our our prime directive what why did I come here in the first place? Why am I with this person in the first place? Get back to brass tacks. um, Then you can kind of see that this isn't that significant. Or like we said, this is just an indication of something bigger. And the point is, I don't have enough support in this topic, or I don't have enough support in this area of our relationship. And we need to figure out how that support can show back up. Or if this person has the capacity to support me here, to love me here, and then get back to whatever the actual theme is instead of, you know, like we said, the kind of the silly arguments that, that kind of manifest at the end of, and and when that happens, when you have those arguments, it's, it means your boundary was crossed a long time ago. (laughs) So you need to kind of step back and, and take responsibility for that. Uh, Another thing is when you're, when you're correcting that, when you do discover, okay, this has happened because my boundary was crossed three months ago when XYZ happened, bringing that to the person that you're in a relationship with, it's always important to make sure you give them time to adjust as well. Because people aren't going to act the way that you allow them to act. And so if this has been permissible for three months, and now all of a sudden Mm -hmm. you've decided it's not, that's great. But Mm -hmm. it's also kind and loving to give uh, the relationship or that person time to adjust to this new flight pattern as well. You know, it took you a minute to realize it's happening. So give them a minute to adjust. Now, that doesn't mean just continue to be, you know, offended or abused for long periods of time. But do give partial credit. Look for where they're trying Mm -hmm. to help it, to to fix it, to change. And if that's happening, then you're probably in a place that can be healthy and that can be healed. If you see no movement, no change at all, um, after you've expressed this is something that you need, some need that you have or some change that you want, then you want to start considering whether or not this is a healthy place for you. Um, but I think yeah. that that grace period is important. Um, a lot of times, you know, um, people will get it from the, the table after we've had a tarot reading and, you know, they're really charged up and ready to go and change the world, which is great. That's what I want. Uh, but also yeah. to understand that, you know, there's a little bit of inertia. There's a little bit of motion that needs to stop in order to spin in the other direction. And uh, it's yeah. responsible, I think, to con- con- continue to keep that in mind while you're asking the people that you're in relationship with to change with you as your standards kind of raise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. And so, um, um, I think, you know, talking about uh, significant others, I mean, you, the, the, 
you know, being in a relationship, if you're committed, that oftentimes turns into having children. Mm-hmm. And uh, that too, you know, is challenging. Because when you're the child and you grow up and you, you have thoughts about the way your parents handled things, and you may feel, you may hold some grudges about that, you know. Um, it wasn't what you wanted it to be. You felt that they could have done better. They could have been more involved or whatever it might have been. And now you're a parent and you want to do it better. Right. But now you're starting to realize there's challenge in this sure. world. Yeah. And, um, and I will say that this world is uh, the kids today are so much different than kids of yesteryear because so they're much. so in the house and they're on the electronics a lot. You just mm-hmm. don't simply see kids out riding their bikes or skateboards or playing hide and go seek around the neighborhood. You just simply don't see that anymore. Sure. And uh, so as a parent, you know, I'm a parent with three kids. Um, this is a new day and age that is very confusing for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to figure out the best way to be in balance with my kids' needs based on the based on a technological world. Right. Because they don't even, I mean, in school today, they don't even have to have a nice handwriting because they're just using um, basically little miniature laptops. Right. All the kids at my kids' school, they're all given these, um, what are like, they're kind of like tablets with the little writing pads. Yeah. Um, but they're teaching the kids how to type instead of how to write that is so strange to me yeah because there's value in in patience sure, and sure. the written word you know yeah it's, um, it's, but it's i have to come to peace with this yeah wow that's that's a whole that's a whole different that's a whole different bucket <laughs> we'll have to do a show on yeah how parenting in this yeah. in this new kind of digital world uh we're going to stop and take yes. oh, one more break and on the other side we'll continue to uh talk about uh conflict hey guys we're in the last segment of soul sanctuary we're talking with abby normal and her website is abby normal's quest wisdomquest.com where you can kind of get in contact with her directly also follow on IG and Twitter Um, if you're interested in getting a reading from High Tarot you can go to High Tarot H-A-I-T-A-R-O-T dot com and the show Soul Sanctuary has its own page on Facebook which is Soul Sanctuary M-M-F like Mary Mary Frank um, on Facebook so we are uh, just rounding out our discussion on conflict Uh, we're talking about conflict this week our element is air uh, which translates to the sword suit and tarot and that has to do with how you handle conflict so we've kind of talked about some different aspects of it and how we kind of deal with it and some personal experiences about it um hey abby you still with us hi atika (laughs) so glad you're able to join us today i'm so glad you came back to the show we had such a good time last time i'm glad yeah i'm really i'm really enjoying the chat and i i've enjoyed being here this this has been a lot of fun yeah, I think it's great for um, kind of a topic to kind of get into. It's one of those things that um, I don't know that people talk about a whole lot because <laughs> it gets really yeah. vulnerable when you start talking about your kind of arguing techniques and what you do with conflict and on what levels it affects you because it, they can get pretty deep. Yeah. Um, it yeah. can be a difficult conversation, even to have it with friends and that kind of thing. So just yeah. kind of as a community it, to let every everybody know that we all um have our struggles with it in all walks of life Mm -hmm. it's not something that changes i think that you get more effective at it and um how you allow it to affect your day and and your walk changes uh but i think that it's a continuing uh you continually evolve you're always becoming um as far as um what you do and how you handle conflict and that thing. I don't know that I've ever had a, a reading where it doesn't come up. 
<laughs> I've never sat down with yeah. someone and said, oh, look, everything's rosy. Fantastic. <laughs> just continue to bounce that <laughs> and way. And conflict can be across yeah. the board with pretty much anything. Just getting out of bed in the morning can sometimes be a conflict, you know. <laughs> it's not just the people in our lives, but it can be life itself that we can be in conflict with. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> So conflict is the nature of pretty much everything. And uh, and when I do energy work for people, like when you do tarot readings, conflict comes up. Right. So when I do energy work, I'm exploring the internal conflicts um, that people are going through. And, I mean, I know I've been there, done there, because I'm human. I know what it's like to struggle. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when I feel out people's energy fields, I'm feeling out the way that they are feeling vulnerable, what they're fearful of within themselves. And then I explain or I describe what it looks like to me, what it feels like to me, and it tips on how to conquer that. And um, and that's what I'm here for. I mean, sure. I'm here to help people to have self-realizations, mm-hmm. to make changes in their life and to grow in, in self-love and love of this world no matter how hard it, it, it can be it can also be wonderful if you allow it to be absolutely so and I do feel very strongly that this 2019 and and in the coming years are going to be full of more more opportunities that can mm-hmm. um, that can encourage us to open the doorway of more abundant and happy experiences. I feel very strongly about that, mm-hmm. just because of the movement within my own life. Mm-hmm. Um, working with manifestation energy, I'm actually developing a workshop right now um, for my Patreon community, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to be um, exploring Valentine's starting Valentine's Day. Um, we're going to be exploring, uh, you know, and it's I call it an I manifest abundance because I want to I want to turn it into what I am capable of. And if we start saying, I manifest abundance, you know, I, you know, I am choosing a happy relationship. I'm choosing to be happy within myself. We start saying it in that way. We are already opening the doorway to what we are acknowledging that we are, what we are choosing Mm -hmm. and how we are aligning ourselves with the pathway forward. Right. Um, but I really am specifically exploring wealth and prosperity to manifest wealth and prosperity. Okay. But the techniques I'm learning just the start of this January um, is just about choosing to be happy, choosing to be open-minded, not choosing to to fall into the suit of a, a vul- the vulnerability feels terrible, so now I'm going to stay in a terrible feeling, but choosing to say, you know what, this vulnerable moment is an interesting experience, mm. and I'm actually going to feel excited about this interesting experience that I'm having right now, right. Um, and, and it is an, an empowering thing. So um, everything in our life, we really need to focus on how can we allow it to be an empowering thing instead of a vulnerable thing. Um, so, um, so Patreon is mm-hmm. also Abby Normal's Wisdom Quest, and my website is too. Okay. Um, but some of these things are all um, mixed in, you know, with with conflict and uh, how we can conquer conflict um, with self empowerment as well, sure. self love, um, self realization, um, open mindedness, acceptance of diversity. Um, you know, the, these are also steps that we can take. I like the I like it because it kind of talks about what to go towards because while we're talking about conflict and how to deal to and through it um, and then there's some you know uh, moving away from conflict more into um, the things that you just listed right prosperity and self-love and accepting diversity and so we have kind of a focus of where to go as well as what we're kind of moving away from and that that's that's good balance for keeping us on 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 course and on direction. Yes. So the workshop that you have is starting on Valentine's Day, you said? 
That's right, yes. And, uh, you know, the the whole bigger picture is, um, you know, it's not just about wealth and prosperity because, you know, a lot of us, we all want money, but at the same time, we live in a world where, you know, money is the root of all evil, right? But but that's the the whole point. We've got to let go of our negative thoughts and belief patterns. You know, money doesn't grow on trees. Yes, money does grow on trees. Right. You know, we have to let go of our, our belief patterns. These belief patterns can be associated with simply the keyword money itself, the keyword lottery. How many negative feelings come up with simply thinking about money or thinking about the lottery in just a single day? We all hear about the Powerball. We all sure. hear about these opportunities to, to win, you know, millions and millions of dollars, and that'll never happen for me. Well, why not? Why can't that happen for you? Why can't you live an abundant life? Um, and so these are the types of um, explorations that we're going to do in this workshop, and it's not just going to be about discussion because it's going to be more fun than that. Um, I'm going to be sort of a, um, well, I'm channeling different, my higher self, different deities, archangels. Um, we're, there's going to be energy attunements to clear any blocks um, that are, you know, preventing you from opening that doorway of receiving, right? Mm-hmm. Um so it's going to be really fun and dynamic, and I'm even coming up with little jingles because jingles nice. get stuck in your head, and if we make it positive, you're constantly like singing a positive song in your head all day long, and Fantastic. that's a good thing, you know? Well, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, but but it's interesting how um, energy abundance, choosing to open that doorway to receive. Um, we you can work on this in a relationship too. You can work on this with friendships, with your kids, um, with your parents, anybody. These techniques can be the same because what we're looking for is um, the keywords that make us feel vulnerable. Money, for instance, we it's a love hate relationship. Well, we got to get the hate out of there. It's sure. got to be just a love relationship. Mm-hmm. And um, and any type of relationship, whatever the hate part of that is we gotta we gotta explore that so we can heal it and let it go or or reconcile it on some level so we can see it on the love side of things and Mm -hmm. i find that the word interesting is really helping me out a lot so when i'm when i'm frustrated about something instead of going and going there with the frustration instead of going there with feeling kind of like a lack or a confusion or a defeat Mm -hmm. um, these are all emotions that close the door to the universe and say say i choose separation Um, because the universe is in the flow of love right absolutely Um, and so so when we choose to say um you know i i've been saying i'm having an interesting experience right now i'm, mm-hmm. I'm exploring what it's like to be human i'm, I'm having these emotions but you know what? i'm not going to let these emotions be my life today um mm-hmm. because i want the emotions to be um positive and propelling me forward in the flow of 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 receiving all right yeah. not pushing away the gifts of love from the universe which the universe is you all sure. along it always was you so you're kind of closing the doorway on yourself don't close the door on yourself by choosing sadness, right? Absolutely. Open that doorway and keep that flow going. Mm-hmm. And and this works with relationships. Um, you know, m- me and Joe, my partner, um, we I've been talking to him all about um, these new ideas that have come up, mm-hmm. and uh, we're exploring it together, actually. So I was like, okay, th- I'm going to explore this keyword. Like, like I'll explore the keyword love. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we'll sit by each other, and uh, you know, and I'll go inside myself and be like, okay, what does love honestly mean to me? Mm-hmm. And I let my heart kind of tell me what love means to me. And uh, sometimes it shows me images of of things that have hurt my feelings, like love 
love that has hurt my feelings. Love that has made me angry, right? And then sometimes it shows me positive things about love and what I believe in as love. And so it's really helping me to get to the root of, of what love means to me, you know? And then he does the same thing. So we have this, like, really raw moment of just sharing deeply what the word love means to us, the vulnerable sides and the positive sides, and we share that with each other. And uh, and then we choose to explore ways that we can... Um, that we can uh-huh. welcome more love into our lives with each other I and think with, with you know our roles. I think and, that's a great yeah. that's a great kind of thing to do with with your partner when you are when you are in that phase of kind of deepening and yeah. and and really fortifying yeah. the intimacy that you have because you know intimacy happens yeah. mostly uh, mentally way way before you get yeah. into uh, whatever yeah. happens physically. Um, we're getting yeah. to the end of the show, so unfortunately we're gonna have to land this baby. <laughs> but we've got some sure. we've opened up some great ideas, and I think. Some really great time uh places to go next time because of course you're welcome back on the show anytime uh so everybody yeah and so it's been great having you um abby if you just want to give your website one more time before we uh kind of bounce yeah absolutely um so again i'm abby normal and if any of you are interested in exploring a psychic session um you can do so by visiting my website at abbynormalswisdomquest.com i'm also on patreon i'm on facebook I'm on I'm on YouTube. Um, anytime you type in Abby Normal's Wisdom Quest, you're gonna find me. <laughs> so um, that's the best way to search for me. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us, Abby. We will see you next you're time. Welcome. And Thank for you, uh-huh. And so for all the soldiers that joined us this morning, I appreciate your time and you taking this time for yourself uh, to hang out with us and learn a little bit about conflict. Um, we will see you next Saturday here on Soul Sanctuary with Atika. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great week. A better life. Goodbye.